Hey, welcome to Long Distance Sisters. I'm Tori. I'm McKenna. And I'm Serena. Come chat with us while we're far apart. Okay, let's get started. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our very first episode of Long Distance Sisters. I'm Tori. We're going to go around and kind of introduce ourselves. I'm McKenna. I'm the middle sister. I'm Serena. I'm the youngest. And Tori. I'm the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'll start. Um, I'm of Tori. course. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll go in order every time. Yes, always birth order. Always perfect. <laughs> I'm Tori. I am 27. I am a physical therapist. I have a doctor in physical therapy that I got at Northeastern University, graduated in 2019. I currently live in Orlando, Florida, well, outside of Orlando, Florida, um, to be close to the mouse because I am a Disney adult. Yes, say that now so we get those. <laughs> People who hate that to click away. <laughs> and I, love come up. <laughs> I have a French bulldog named Flynn who's rolling around on the floor next to me. And I love coffee. So yeah. Um, and I'm in the process of starting my own business. We'll probably talk about that at some point. All right, on to McKenna. Okay. Um, yes, I'm McKenna, the middle sister. I am 23, currently located on Jekyll Island, Georgia, where I'm spending a year doing AmeriCorps service at the Georgia Sea Turtle Center in the husbandry department. So I basically spend my days working with turtles and tortoises, which also involves cleaning them out. It's not as glamorous as you think, um, which I didn't think it would be glamorous, just putting that out there. But it's every marine biologist kid's dream job. To, to net <laughs> out turtle feces, yes. Mm -hmm. um, I know that. And then, oh, Flynn! Oh, Mr. Flynn! Yeah, oh watching the video version, my dog is currently spazzing in my lap. He has interrupted Mr. Flynn. Okay. Um, I graduated from the University of Georgia in 2020. Not a great time to graduate job-wise um, with a major in fisheries and wildlife. And then I graduated in 2021 from the University of Florida with a master's of fisheries and aquatic sciences. So, and then, I don't know, I love Disney, like all of us here. I'm going next week. I'll be staying with Tori. Very excited. Um, family in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, so glad. My favorite turtle, my current favorite patient is an Easter box turtle named Strudel. Strudel. <laughs> what happened to onion powder? Onion powder is not there yet. Onion powder will come <laughs> in the spring or summer, Serena. I will make the spice rack happen and I'll make sure <laughs> one of the Diamondback Terrapins is named onion powder just for you. Um, I'm Serena, again the youngest. I am currently at the University of New Hampshire. It's uh, near the coast of New Hampshire. And I'm studying earth science. I'm in my senior year. After these finals and winter break, I will have one semester left. 
graduate in May. I I like traveling, but who doesn't? Hmm. I like Taylor Swift. I like coffee. I like hiking to a certain extent. I also kind of hate it, but after I do it, I like it. And having a general existential crisis. You're doing that. <laughs> no. It's but, just it's just a fact. I do a lot, so it must be a hobby. <laughs> awesome. So a little bit about why we're starting this podcast. As you can tell, we all live pretty far apart from each other. McKenna and I are relatively close, but that's kind of a new thing and it's only for a year. And who knows where you two will be a year from now. Like you could literally be living anywhere. And it's been a while that we've lived far apart and we don't really talk as much as we thought, like feel like we should just because it's hard. Life gets in the way. We're all busy um, with college and careers and everything. So we wanted to have a reason to hold us accountable to talk and connect more and know what's going on in each other's life. So I decided we should cash in on the fact that Serena is a great storyteller and we all have very diverse interests. Um, We've done a lot of different things in our lives. Um, So we have a lot to talk about and we wanted to share that and be able to connect with each other and connect with a bigger community as well. I'm not saying I'm a great storyteller. I just am not afraid to tell the bad stories. (laughs) She's a good storyteller. I'm bad. I'm not I'm bad. I don't think, I pause a lot when I talk, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, but you've got good, like, timing. You're the comedic relief of the trio. Yeah, I just lose track and get, uh, (laughs) go away. Into the the details, just more and more and more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, okay, so as our first episode, we wanted to talk about the myths of oldest, middle, and youngest defining your personality traits. So we're going to kind of go through some online resources that share what oldest children are usually like, middle, youngest, and decide if we think it's true about each other. Mm-hmm. So that should be interesting. <laughs> okay, McKenna, do you want to pull up yours first? Sure. Well, sure. You guys can see my tabs. <laughs> This is what I pulled up, one of two things, based on, like, some psychological research that was done by Alfred Adler. So, oldest, like Tori, natural leader. That's, she, she's the one that got this podcast going and came up with the idea for it. Not saying we always follow her, but in this case, we did. (laughs) But she tries to lead. (laughs) Out of, like, this like the three of us, it's easy for me to lead. But in life, it's hard for me to lead. Mm. You know, but I'm starting business. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's good, though. Within the group, like, I, yeah, I could say you're a leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I achiever. I feel like that really applies to all of us. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you could say that. I feel like it's like usually people say the first kind of sets the standard, though. Exactly. So you're the you are the one who you weren't interested in this sport. So you did it. McKenna did it. I did it. Like you had this club and this club and yeah. you yeah, you kind of set the stage and we just yeah. kind of like, we were like decide if we wanted to do it too. She's the one that started watching Gilmore Girls and we were like, oh we'll join you. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> but then we more. also went off and did our own thing. Okay, organized. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's always been organized. Okay, on time. I'm, I'm not on time. So, Tori, are you on time? Um, pretty much. I'm either yeah. like early or like a couple minutes late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like really early. Yeah. To like him, I find it's like if it's to like important things like class or yeah. eating, then it's like on time. But if it's yeah, something like this, if you're late, I'm, I'm always a few minutes early or on time to work. But for like social stuff, I'm I'm late. Like yeah. if I say I'll be there in 15 minutes, I'll be there in 30 to 45 minutes. I'm usually <laughs> early to social stuff and like work and stuff. But then I don't know. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. Social stuff, I've gotten better about being on time. I don't know if I'm fully on time yet, but I've gotten better. Well, some some social stuff, I've gotten better at not being on time because I don't want to be the first one there. So I'll be like, no, Tori, don't leave. <laughs> uh, I like being the first one there because then I can like get comfortable. Next is know-it-all. You're not the only know-it-all, though. Very true. We all are. Everyone is. Yeah. That. You but know. you definitely can't say you're not a know-it-all because you are. Because we're all a little bit stubborn, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just common for everyone to be a know-it-all. No, know-it-all. Know-it-all. Like, or maybe it's like a high achiever thing. Like we set that standard for ourselves and then we always want to be the one, like prove to other people we're right. Mm-hmm. I try not to prove to other, because I try not to prove to other people that I'm the one who's right. Cause then that kind of creates like a like a weird vibe. Yeah, it's a like negative interaction. Yeah, I'm trying to be better about making people not feel bad. (laughs) Me me too. I'm me too. No, I know. Like I'm the same way. Sometimes I feel like in certain situations I'm hyper observant of things, but like at the same time I don't want to let other people know that I observed them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. try not to let me know it all in that kind of situation yeah exactly like sometimes it's just gotta learn to let it go exactly the argument McKenna and I had before we started <laughs> after we started that we cut out after we started that we'll be cutting out <laughs> yeah yeah because got I got way into, into the details of something mm-hmm. we already had our first argument about three minutes into our first podcast <laughs> yeah that's kind of our track record though <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry too i guess it's okay <laughs> well no. hug until you laugh each other <laughs> that's what her mom used to say <laughs> um, <"Tis."> <laughs> and then she wouldn't really make us follow through on it <laughs> no oh we never had any follow through i feel like ever you're grounded <laughs> mckenna for two days but mckenna was grounded so much yeah but- you were in high school the most I felt like I did much outside of clubs and cheerleading yeah <laughs> follow through I ever remember is the night McKenna sat at the kitchen table the entire night at like 7 a.m okay block that from my memory so mom made it was a cold soup like a cold blueberry soup oh I hate soup I hate smoothie Essentially, no, it was that strawberry soup that she always made. Yeah, it was like basically a smoothie bowl. And McKenna was like, it has too much sugar. I can't eat it. And mom was so mad because McKenna has a 
she grew up with a more specific diet due to personal interests. And so she was always complicated in the food region, which is fine, but it always led to her and mom getting into lots of arguments about what she would and wouldn't eat. And this was one of those, and mom couldn't take it anymore. So McKenna sat at the kitchen table all night long. Probably <laughs> what it was, blueberry soup? Strawberry. I think so. It's like a, whatever. It was a cold fruit soup. Because I don't think I ate it. <laughs> I'm sure you tried it after that. Yeah, it was. I remember the fact of the matter that mom made something that was within McKenna's restrictions, and she still wouldn't eat it. But anyway, um, bossy, yes, yeah, Victoria's bossy. She's always been bossy, and I have rebelled. Leader, bossy. I think that Tori was bossy while we were growing up, but now she has morphed into leader. I can see that. Of the charmed one. <laughs> the charmed three. <laughs> You're Prue. Oh my God. Now I'm the Piper. Oh, who marries the angel? Yeah. We're talking about charm, by the way, if you haven't seen charm. I mean, Piper is basically the oldest because it's another show Tori got us into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Like Buffy and. <laughs> oh my God. So many shows. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Responsible. Yeah. 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 Adult pleaser. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't know because we weren't like, eh, like, I feel like you probably sucked up to your teacher. And I feel like in general, that's just like rule follower, which like, I would. Ready two shoes. Yeah. I think we were all rule followers. I didn't necessarily go out of my way to like suck up to teachers. Like I wasn't like, oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't think any of us were suck ups. I think we just clean your whiteboard. No, minimum. But I was sometimes my AP biology teacher. <laughs> I wanted a good recommendation. Fair enough. What's next? The last one is obeys the rules. We just said rule follower. Yeah. Okay. Not society's rules. <laughs> Or even mom and dad's roles. You would argue with them a lot about their roles. Um, and then I would argue with them less. And then they just wouldn't apply to Serena. No, I used reasonable arguments. And mom was just too tired. <laughs> All right. Middle child. Flexible. As I grow up more, I'm still stubborn. And I was even more stubborn as a kid. Yeah, you were rough as a kid. I remember, here's a story. I remember. Every time with Serena. <laughs> I remember when it was like Christmas one year and we were in the kitchen and McKenna was going to make a dessert that year. Cause this was the point in her life where she was like, I'm going to be a chef. And like mom and dad got her like a chef hat for Christmas and everything. And you had big dreams. <laughs> and McKenna also got like a, some kind of like, Pillsbury themed cookbook and in one of in the recipe she was supposed to make it included some very specific like Pillsbury dough it said in the ingredients Pillsbury brand blah 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 and mom didn't buy that she bought like the off brand or another brand that didn't say Pillsbury on it and McKenna threw this huge temper tantrum being like I cannot make this recipe because the recipe's not gonna work that is not the ingredient listed. 
I can't make it. Yeah, my mom and her screaming in the kitchen. It's Christmas. Everyone wants dessert. And like, they're just going back and forth. McKenna's crying. You got the wrong thing. And mom's like, no, I did it. It's the same thing. Just not that brand. And McKenna was very not flexible <laughs> at all. And product placement yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next. Easy going. <laughs> As I age, I'm getting better. <laughs> okay. Things you're extremely easygoing, like your clothing. <laughs> but at the same time, that is what makes you so stubborn. Like low maintenance. I'm, I would say I'm lower maintenance, except for food. It's just low maintenance, but high maintenance. <laughs> yeah. You personally take a lot of maintenance with yourself. You're an extreme, like on any given thing, you're either extremely high maintenance about it or no maintenance. But like the high maintenance parts are like, I take care of that. I don't expect someone else to handle that. Yeah. Everything else, I'm like, okay, like whatever. Um, mm, I've heard otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> at least at work at stuff, I'm easygoing. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, like yeah. socially, I think you're easygoing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not with you guys, though. Um, social? No, I'm an introvert. You're. I'm like the person who's like social with the people I know. I feel like that's how Tori is too. But you're a weird introvert because it always like didn't match up to me because you, yes, you spent a lot of time at home, like not seeing friends or anyone like you just prefer to be at home but then you put yourself in these very social situations like you were on a cheerleading team and that takes a lot of you have to be very social to be on cheerleading team. you were in a sorority in college that is literally a club based on being social and I was like how is McKenna doing this <laughs> she is the most introverted person but yet she still like was a part of these organizations I get big short doses of social interaction and then I can be by myself. And I feel like I get it too, because when you're not very social, you have to put yourself in situations where you're kind of forced to make friends, you know, mm -hmm. or like it's kind of laid out for you to make friends. So like joining a team or joining a club, like is the only way to meet people if in just general social life, you're quiet. Well, I did cheerleading mostly because I just loved the sport, not so much for the social part. Mm -hmm. But I did meet my best friend and then joined my best friend's sorority. So. All right, next. Peacemakers. Not in the family, but there were times when my friend group at school would be fighting and I'd be like the one in the middle, like the Switzerland. And I'd talk to each side and I'd get them to reconcile. But with us like, in our household, No. no. <laughs> I don't think we had like a peacemaker in our house at all like we would all bicker it was you Serena until you were a teenager <laughs> once you became a teenager no. you got once she was a preteen once her and I start sharing a bedroom she stopped being a peacemaker well yeah that makes sense and I think like when you were little you were very much like and I feel like dad always tries to be a peacemaker, but then, but then he, he just ends up being, yeah, he just yells. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Independent. We kind of already covered that. I think we're all pretty independent. Yeah. 
What's next? <laughs> um, secretive. You guys want to know. I would know. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't there something you recently revealed to us that you did years ago? I don't know. Um, I would, I mean, I think you just kept to yourself. Yeah. Like we, or like when I went the night I got my first kiss, like I didn't tell mom and dad where I was going or anything. Yeah, that, oh. I think you're more secretive. Except for at the beach. <laughs> no, that was secretive. I just saw it. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. But I do, um, like, you share less about like boys and relationships growing up. I mean, well, I didn't have our relationship growing up. <laughs> dating. I never dated in high school. Only once college I got to college. Date was sophomore year. Okay, was that the first the night you got your first kiss? Was that the night we found your clothes in the storage room of our apartment building? So this is another story. What? <laughs> Tori, you don't know this? Okay, so so what happened was McKenna like left to go hang out with friends or something or whatever she told us like she was going to sleep over at a friend or something like that going to a friend's house just hang out which is true yeah and um so we were like oh okay and for some reason I guess it was just mom dad and I at this time in our lives we lived in an apartment building and um in the below ground levels of the apartment building each apartment had a storage locker essentially and for some reason we had to go down to the storage locker I don't know if mom was suspicious in the way that she gets suspicious or if like we actually had to grab something, but we were like about to leave the house and, or we were leaving the building and we were like, uh, had to stop at the storage locker. And we just see like a pile of clothes just tucked under like the door to our locker. And it's like a big metal cage and like, what the heck? And it was the clothes McKenna left in. T-shirt and shorts. And we were like, why did she leave her clothes here? And then we were like, oh my God, it's because she changed into another like cuter outfit. I'm pretty sure mom's first thought was like, someone murdered her and left her clothes here. And put it in our storage locker because they know where it was. Exactly. No, no, I think mom's first thought was she changed her clothes and so she lied to us. I think. I feel like mom probably did the same thing when she was younger. And I feel like that's why she's so anxious about us because she thinks we'll do what she did. But literally, no, we like staying at home. Even though everything turned out perfectly fine for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I still have my skirt. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you still wearing a skirt from 2012? <laughs> it still fits. <laughs> that doesn't mean for those oh my gosh uh, McKenna is showing her skirt so check out the video version of this episode oh my know. gosh the infamous skirt oh <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. were we doing something yeah <laughs> uh next on the list uh may feel life is unfair I definitely did as a kid I definitely did but now I'm just like it worked out mm-hmm. all is good now but yeah, definitely felt it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you have that outlook <laughs> on life now. Well, that's how I feel about like how I was like bullied when I was younger, but I'm like, I'm a better person now. 
Well, I'm, I'm better than I was as a kid. Also, well, yes, of course. Can I go back to how it said the middle child was independent? And yeah. just all that McKenna couldn't get herself on the bus? <laughs> oh my God, it was so embarrassing. I used to have to, because McKenna and I went to like elementary school at the same time, because we're only two years apart. I used to have to tell the bus driver as like a little kid to please wait a few more minutes because my sister wasn't ready yet, but she was coming out. And then sometimes mom would stand at the door and just wave the bus on. <laughs> She's nowhere near ready. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't understand because you used to wake up like so early. I don't know how you could be late for school. I don't know what you were doing. I just need time to wake up in the morning. But now I know I give myself time and I have that built into my morning routine. What's next? <laughs> um, strong negotiator. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, no. I'm just going to move on. Um, generous. <laughs> I volunteered at the Georgia Aquarium and at an animal sanctuary in college sometimes. And that all the Christmas gifts you gave us were things from your room that you didn't want any longer. <laughs> no, there were things from like the book fair that cost like a dollar or the fun fair or something. No, they were the magazine that you read and was <laughs> the cup you got for free. The from- convenient cup okay. that, you, that is of great use. The nail polish color you didn't like. Did I really give that as a gift from you? Yeah. lots of stuff just from your room found rubber pencil yes we are thankful for any gift yet i've been good i'm better we are lucky enough to receive gifts whatever they are and we don't need gifts to show our love and appreciation for each other if only you felt that when you were younger if only well we we were down to roast you so (laughs) (laughs) you're probably generous now I, I don't think that applies to when we were kids because like that's I don't Those know our formative years we're not quite who we are yet I think we're all pretty generous I think everyone can always do better I remember like on vacations I would always make sure I bought like everyone a gift mm-hmm. guys, even though you were there with me. yeah as an older sister I feel like this is an older sibling thing because I would see um, my friend Sophia do it with her younger siblings where she would just like pay for their things without like trying to get a refund from mom and dad like and you would do that too you'd be like oh I'll just pay for that. like when uh, we were in Denver in March in April I don't know when that was when we were in Denver you're like oh like I'll just buy it for you like I'll just get it like oh I'll get breakfast now I have like real income yeah yeah money. Uh-huh. and like uh-huh. when I came to visit for a couple weeks over the summer you guys you and Kai are always like oh we'll pay for your drinks I paid I paid like once or twice that's okay what's next okay next is for the youngest um risk taker outgoing mm-hmm. mm. okay out of the three of us you're definitely oh there. yeah <laughs> creative i think we've settled that we've decided that i am first ever drawing class for reference she's showing her great works of art if you're watching the video 
Thank you. I'm an intro to drawing. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like we decided long ago that Tori's the like the creative one. But yeah. we're all like somewhat creative. We were all in Odyssey of the Mind, which is a creative problem solving competition. Like our mom is creative, so I feel like mm -hmm. we just all are little maybe like I do creative things the most. Mm -hmm. Sounds right. But Serena had all those little national park oh yes works on her wall. my painting series mm -hmm. still incomplete because i don't paint <laughs> i mean yeah we all did our little things self-centered no i wouldn't say i i mean maybe somewhat when she was little but not really now like in that video now it's my turn <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I think some things like when you were a teenager, like not wanting to go to family dinner out, hit yeah. mom and dad a little harder, whereas you were just like, I don't feel like this. But yeah, I mean, that's not like the worst self-centered thing. Yeah, I mean, when anyone's a teenager, they're mean and they think, oh, my life is so hard. Exactly. Blah, blah, I hate this life. I just blah, need blah, to blah. live in my room. Yeah. My, <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I didn't really hit that like life is hard. I don't want to like be around my family part until like college. Like I don't feel like mom and dad agree that like I did not act like that until like you did in high school. I didn't act like that until college. I I hit that at 15. But I think it's because Serena was a little more independent during high school, whereas McKenna, you were relying on mom and dad a little bit more for day-to-day -day things. Because I had to wait until my senior year to even get my permit. I'm not just on I mean, that was kind of your own fault, because I got my, was, I reasonably argued for getting my permit. Dad had to sneak me out of the house for Christmas break. To get my permit. I had to wait till I was this old and she had to do a younger classic sibling fight. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're witnessing it here. <laughs> but but when I was arguing for my to get my permit, I don't even know if you were in the house at that point anymore. But like I argued with mom and dad a lot. More so mom. Dad was just like, come on, just let her. Like she's already older than everyone else. I didn't have to do that stupid class. If you're in Georgia and you're trying to get your license, well, you get your permit at 15 at the earliest. You wait a year and then you can get your license. It, to get your license at 16, you had to take like this like week long, two week long, I don't know, driving course that you had to pay for. Or if you waited until you were 17, you didn't have to do that course and you could just get your license. So, that I'm glad I didn't have to do that course and I waited until I was 17 because really where was I going to go in um and my friends could drive me so I mean I don't know if that course was mandatory or not I'm pretty sure it was I think it was yeah I think it was but I don't know um but I like this was a topic of conversation for months I, I was like I want to drive myself to cheer practice and the and the aquarium and stuff I can see why mom and dad didn't want you driving into Atlanta or somewhere that was like 30 minutes away. That's totally reasonable. I was just trying to drive to school in my friend's house and blah, 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 and try and have an actual life outside of the house. 
I, 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 I don't think you argued as much as I did, but you know, I wasn't there every time. I was not omnipresent. Okay. <laughs> the next one, which I think is false, is financially irresponsible. Serena and I are the savers, and we think Tori is the spender. Well, <laughs> Tori. I need you to look at our accounts now. <laughs> That's not fair. You have a real job. <laughs> That's what I was. Okay, I still have a lot of money saved. It was that I wanted to enjoy my life. So the money that I was making was my spending money because I didn't want to spend my college or high school and college years just like worrying about saving. <laughs> when in reality, the amount of money I would have saved in that time would not have been like much of a dent compared to what I can save now. Mm -hmm. Make a lot more money. So like, yeah, me, it was like, it's more worth it to like have good times with my friends and go out and do things because I went to college in Boston. So I wanted to travel around. And so I spent my money because I wanted to enjoy that time. Well, I always, yeah. I always saved because I liked having that cushion there. And I was like, I want to enjoy my life in the future. So like, I'm glad I, like when I got into a car accident, I'm glad I already had the money to cover it. Yeah. And in that, and, case, like, I mean, I was lucky enough to know that if I got in a car accident, mom and dad could at least like cover me until I could pay them back. Like I'm lucky to have been, you know, in that scenario that if something happened, I wouldn't have been like totally screwed. Mm. Um, Whereas, like, in a semester back then, I could have saved maybe, like, you know, $2,000 over the whole semester if I saved, like, almost everything I made versus now, like, I can save that in, like, a month. So, like, yeah. was well, would it worth all that scrimping and not enjoying that semester of school in order to save that when I could save it so easily now? Well, like, I also saved, like, my money went to, like, going to South Africa for that um, unpaid internship. Enjoy in those years. And, but also, like, I have a lot of money saved so that, like, when I'm done here in Je on Jekyll and I hopefully, like, go back to Atlanta or something, I can, like, not worry about having to put, like, I don't know, down payment on some rent or something or having super high rent or whatever. I mean, I had that stuff covered and I was lucky enough that with like the field I chose to go into, I have a lot of job security and I kind of know exactly what I was going to, like, I knew exactly how much I was going to make pretty much at my first job because there's a certain standard for physical therapy. So I was lucky that I was like in that mindset through college. I knew like within so many months of graduating, I would have a job and I'd be making X amount of money because that's just standard whereas you know like you your majors they're great majors but it doesn't have that same like sense of standard and security that like I will definitely get a job within a few months and I will yeah. definitely be making this minimum amount of money yeah it, yeah we don't have we're not in great paying fields whereas like, I knew I would be able to save by a certain amount I knew I'd be able to make my loan payments and things like as long as I got a job by um okay. oh I, I haven't had a chance to talk <laughs> um I think you know there's positive and positives and benefits to saving and everything I've I've liked that I've been a saver because there have been times where I 
haven't had a job either because I'm, you know, home for break for six weeks and it doesn't make sense to get a job. Or I did a, a semester studying at another school and it, who was going to hire me to work in three months, something like that. But that also led to me, yeah, like what Tori was saying, why she didn't save all her money necessarily. Like it led to me not having fun. Like a lot of the time I'd be like, no, I don't want to go spend money. Like I'm already paying for a meal plan at the school. Like, why would I go out to eat? So I never went out to eat. Um, even like, I think I went on a date um, like once a month at the most. And sometimes even then it still went a few months without anything. And so it was just kind of that. Yeah, like you have to change your mindset over. It's not about that I'm going to get food. It's about that I'm having this social outing with spending time with my friend. That's going to be a memory or going to be, you know, something mm -hmm. to do. Yeah, I have tried to change my mindset on that. Because um, I've just been lucky enough, at least summer 2020, first COVID summer, um, I got a job uh, working in Georgia and I was able to save a lot of money. And at that time we were having a weird home situation. Um, so I didn't want to be in the house. So I was constantly out with uh, my best friend, Ashley, or my other friend, Grant. And like, I was just always trying to be out of the house, seeing Tabitha, like just, yeah. It's the sad fact of the world that everything you want to do costs money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically. But so I, I got to save a lot of money that summer and then I was, because of just how COVID was and everything, and I had ended up uh, getting some sort of scholarship through school, I was able to use that money to pay off the whole semester, so I didn't need loans, which felt really good. And then that just kind of was like, oh, like I, I want to do more, like with my life. Like I just am so bored. Fall 2020, when I was at the school I am in now, UNH, I was so done with it. I was bored. I didn't want to be here anymore. I need to go out and do something. So I did a semester away in Colorado, which we'll talk about another time. But, you know, you go there, and you know, in the middle of the Rocky Mountains, everybody is just so active. They just want to do, do, do. They're at school, you know, to get an education, get a job when they're older, but really they're there because that's the best place to go skiing. They're there because they want to go ice fishing, fly fishing, hunting's good. You know, they're there to do what they love. And school is just, you know, a thing to fill the time in between ski sessions. And a convenient location. Exactly. And so, like, I, while I was out there and this past summer, I've really, and this past semester, I've really tried working on being okay with spending money to get that experience. Because I, I, I have a good time. I have fun. I enjoy it. Go to Colorado and just sit in your dorm all day and experience the things around you. Yeah. Exactly. Money, unfortunately. Yeah. I go, I go in, I'm still in like super saver mode most of the time, but it's because like, oh, like I'm going to Disney next week. So I'm going to like save my money so I can like live it out there and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Buy as and many dull whips as I want. And we, all, we should also acknowledge that we did have parents or do. McKenna and I are still more dependent than Tori. <laughs> um, Tori's pretty independent except for that phone bill, apparently. But, um, <laughs> but um, uh, 
you know, we had parents who were able to support us. We didn't have to pay, you know, car insurance, phone bills. We got food at home, like it covered that stuff. So we were able to save uh, when we were younger because we didn't have those big expenses that some like people that, who grow up with. Our own cars or really our licenses until college, except for Serena. So, like, because our parents didn't want us to drive. Yeah, I only got my first car like a few months ago. Yeah. So, where some people might have been paying car insurance from 16, like, I didn't have my license until I was like 19. So, yeah. But even when we did, our, our parents, they helped us get cars. They helped, you know, maybe they didn't cover the full. Exactly very fortunate that we can spend the money that we have um and not and know that if an emergency happened like wow we want to be prepared for it and we want to be able to independently cover that because you know for our own like feel good and sanity like that we are independent like if something really happened like our parents would be there for us so Mm -hmm. I will say it felt good my first uh, University of Florida semester, it was a summer semester, so I didn't have any like loans approved for that school. It felt good to be able to pay my entire entire cost with my own money. Like that felt so good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah, save money, but still. Yeah, and then you just have to like food. think about the future. Like, okay, we can get more into this another time. We'll talk finances. Yeah, maybe with my boyfriend who works for a bank. Oh, <laughs> good idea. Um, okay, next up is competitive. Mm-hmm. No? I, like, I never thought that there was competition between the three of us, really. No. Like, not, I never pressured academically because McKenna was usually better. Um, at school because at least we went to the same high school so it was relevant for you all good so it's not like one of us was like an outcast in terms of like mm-hmm. academics or something we were no awesome. as a child I did like I definitely struggled more than you guys because like you know how when you're in elementary school and they have like the advanced program yeah. they also have the unadvanced program and I did not <laughs> um there was like four or five I was months. for math too I think I was just there for everything. Um, and it wasn't until we moved to Australia when I was 11 that like, I don't know, for some reason I was like the smart. I felt, yeah, I like, I mean, I felt smart before I moved to Australia, but when I moved to Australia, I felt, I they made me feel very smart. And it might've just been, we're not saying that we are smarter than all Australians. Absolutely. It's just like the way the school system set up. Yeah. Like what yeah. they were learning was stuff we'd already learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, ooh, it feels good to be the smartest. And then <laughs> I tried to keep going on that track. But I, yeah, I never felt like I, it was a competition between McKenna and I. No. Um, and eventually we went off and did our own separate sports or clubs. So uh, yeah, I didn't really feel. Yeah. I definitely felt competitive with like other people in my life like obviously like people in my own grade competing we're like competing for spots at colleges basically that's why I joined so many clubs because I was like I have to like compete for spots in a good college and scholarships and stuff when I was little 
there was one girl I was very competitive against at cheerleading. I just had to be better than her. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I had those people in sports too. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be better. Academically, I don't think I ever really felt that pressure. All right, what's next? Bored easily. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. definitely get very bored. It's also, like, it's weird when you're in college. At least it might be like this when you get a real job. I don't know yet. But when you live on campus, you're constantly in a state of, like, I am at school. I should be doing work. When you want to take a break, it's, oh, what can I do? Do you just go on your phone and watch something? Well, I felt that distance learning, too. Because, like, our master's was all online. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, 2020, 2021 school year. And I always felt, like, even though I was home most of the time or at work, like, I even at work, oh, there's, like, so much schoolwork I probably should be doing right now. Like, I should be researching for my technical paper or researching for another paper or reading something else or so much. I always felt like there was something to do. And when I graduated, I became so bored. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I definitely get bored. I, I don't know. I mean, it's weird. I think to the summer when I wasn't in classes, I did a main master class, but that was it. And then I was just working and with travel included, it was, you know, over 40 hours a week, but actual in work, it was 35. It just took a lot of time. And in my spare time, I would work out or I would, I would watch movies. I watched a lot of Marvel. I watched all the Star Wars movies I could. And Oh yeah. I watched the Star Wars movies this summer. Yeah. I think if just thinking about this summer in particular, I wasn't, I wasn't bored this summer and, and I was in Colorado. So it's, Colorado um, <laughs> so I didn't get but I definitely very very bored <laughs> I would get because we didn't have cars like we couldn't go anywhere and then our I didn't get a job until the end of senior year so I didn't really have money to spend to go and do fun things and my friends had jobs or they had other stuff that they were doing so yeah I was very bored in high school Absolutely. I can't believe I had summers where I didn't have a job. Like, what did I do? What did I do all day? I know. I don't understand. You probably studied for the next school year. Summer homework. I didn't. (laughs) Painting. (laughs) No, I hadn't painted. I didn't start painting until winter break after the first semester of college. So I don't know what I was doing. Taking trips. We used to, like, you would go to Pennsylvania. And yeah, see family. <laughs> anyway, anything else with Emma on the list? Um, yes, two more things. Likes to be pampered. Oh, yeah. Likes to pamper herself. <laughs> oh, yes, girl. You got it to yourself. Oh, my God. You got to put on your robe. You got to exfoliate your face. You got to eat your favorite snack in bed and watch a show. Okay, you gotta do it. And you gotta put in your retainer. I don't care. Put in your retainer. I don't do <laughs> does have a robe with her name stitched in it. That's how much she loves her robe. I would say the robe thing has probably been a solid like 10 years. Because I feel like that started in Australia. Now. It started when she got her like snuggly or whatever. My snuggie? Snuggie. I, I don't know when I got a robe. 
I think I like got a hand-me-down robe from one of you when we were in Georgia. And then I would just wear it constantly because there was a, a time in my life when I would come home from school and remove my pants. Yeah, that was in Australia. <laughs> because it was hot, we walked to and from school. And so I would come home and take off my pants. And I'd bring Jordan home and I'd be like, Serena, your pants on? And then you get your robe. I'm pretty sure you would get a robe. <sighs> I don't know if I had a robe when we were in Australia. I don't we'll have to ask mom and dad. I mean, it's just so nice. Like after a shower, I don't have to get dressed right away. I'm going to put on my robe go get my food, eat it, you know, relax, and then get dressed. Once Hours. <laughs> that's what you did. That's why you weren't bored. You were just in your robe all day long. <laughs> I'm leisuring. It's my leisure suit. <laughs> leisuring. Oh, put that Jenna Marvel's video. <laughs> the fuck does it look like I'm doing? I'm leisuring. But yeah, and in the morning when it's cold, on a rope. Yeah, I pamper myself. I don't think I pamper myself. Like, I don't do my nails. I don't, like, go hair salon and dye my hair. I don't do that. Like, you like to pamper yourself, but you don't expect others to pamper you. No, I expect it. I just don't get it. Yeah, I just like to leisure. Okay, the last one is sense of humor. Yes. (laughs) Definitely. Oh my god. I, I always find that such a big compliment when people like tell me I'm funny. I'm like, what? Like that's like, I don't know. That makes me really happy. You're hilarious. You're the class clown in the family. I try. I was not a class clown in school. I remember spitting out a few good jokes here and there and like being like, oh my god, everyone laughed. But so I feel now. Yeah, but then uh <laughs> what happens to McKenna that random occasion in our family? McKenna makes a good joke. It's like it's like whenever mom makes a good joke, you don't expect it, but it's really good. And you're like, oh my God, they did that. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a huge compliment if people tell me I'm funny. I don't, I try. I also think just within our family, we just have a, a good dynamic of going back and forth. And yeah. that just makes a good atmosphere to make jokes. And we're also not afraid to, you know, roast on each other a little bit in the joke, which you don't necessarily do with friends maybe with extremely close friends but not, you know day-to-day people <laughs> but yeah I think I'm the funniest when it's you know all five of us together <laughs> definitely maybe maybe throw in Jordan and Kevin any of Tori's friends <laughs> Maddie mm-hmm. but they tell me I'm funny you're funny <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so sincere <laughs> Really, I just steal jokes and impressions from other people. I do. I have, like, a much more reserved sense of humor. Like, mm-hmm. Daddy says I have, like, an intelligence, like, intelligent, intelligent humor. Gilmore mm-hmm. Girls is, like, my perfect humor. Mm-hmm. Love that. But, like, crude yeah. humor and slapstick stuff. But, but mm-hmm. Serena, your sense of humor is very, like, Gilmore Girls aligned. Like, the way you speak it. I know you find more mm-hmm. funny than I mm-hmm. do. But, like, the way you put out humor a lot is, like, often. Mm. I think you're hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying to work on my references so I get better. But I haven't watched a lot of movies, apparently. I didn't know this. So I'm trying to watch more movies and more pop culture. So I can make more pop culture references and historical references. 
the funniest family member is Nana. <laughs> That's just because she's an old lady. That's just... <laughs> she's so funny. Oh my god. We'll talk about that. An older lady. Maybe we'll have Nana on. That'd be funny. She's still young, Nana. Yeah, she won't figure out how to listen to a podcast again. <laughs> She'd be like, you're around, can you play it for me? And then we'll be like, hey, Nana, you want us to play the podcast for you? And she'll be like, I'm about to go down for my nap. Or she might say, what's a podcast? <laughs> That's probably more right. Then we'd play it and she'd be like, oh, this is what a podcast is. When did you guys hear do the this? Dinner table? On my phone, not on my computer. We're going to be doing a BuzzFeed quiz probably on like every episode because it's something we do a lot. We share BuzzFeed quizzes from each other. So we thought it would make a fun segment. So it's time for our BuzzFeed mm-hmm. quiz. Yeah, we have a group chat where occasionally we'll usually send each other, usually like related to Disney or Gilmore Girls. And that's American Girl dolls. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, guess your birth order based on the ice cream you make. Choose a bowl or cone. <gasps> Ooh. I'm going with the waffle cone, just the straight waffle cone. One with the like <gasps> chocolate cone. I think. Yeah, I want the chocolate cone with sprinkles. How many scoops are you One, two, three, or four. Two scoops. Three. Oh. Yeah, I want three. And I like the cone to be full. Yeah, because you got to have a scoop to fill it. I just know if I get more than two, one of them's going to drop. <laughs> no, not if you have a good waffle cone and a good scoop. I scooped ice cream also. Have you met me? <laughs> uh, what flavor will your first scoop be? Cookies and cream. Any cookies and cream is so lame. It's so lame. Anyone? Do I read the choices out, Serena? Okay. For the people listening, we'll talk. All these cookies and cream, cookie dough, chocolate or vanilla for your first scoop. I'm going cookie (laughs) dough. These, yeah, these all kind of suck. Cookies and anyone who goes and spends six dollars on a waffle cone and just gets cookies and cream or vanilla. Oh my god. What are you doing? You are wasting your money. You don't have to save. Vanilla was Walt Disney's favorite ice cream flavor because it was like a blank canvas and he could add anything he wanted to it. He's also from like... Well, yeah, but if you're adding something different, like if you're getting vanilla, but you're adding like raspberry preserves that you just actually made, then that's good. Yeah, but he's also from like 100 years ago and how many options were there? They probably didn't have cookies and cream. No. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll say cookie dough. I said chocolate. Second scoop. Yeah, no thanks, I'm good. Vanilla, chocolate, caramel. I'm doing caramel. <laughs> Got chocolate this one. I'm doing chocolate. I'm doing caramel. So you guys know our mom's a chocolatier, so chocolate runs in our veins. Pick a topping. No, I'm good. M&M's, sprinkles, or chocolate. I'm good. Uh, I'm doing M&M's all the way. I love M&M's. They're my favorite. I'm good because I don't know when you put like cold chocolate and cold M&M's onto ice cream. It's just like the texture. The M&M's get too hard, but chocolate shavings tend to go well in ice cream. They don't get hard. Chocolate chips get hard. Oh, I got I got youngest child. I got youngest child. What's the description? You're the um, young child. You're spoiled and you get everything you want. 
I got middle child. You're the middle child. Studies show that the middle child is the smartest child. <laughs> In some ways, maybe. At school, academically, I would academically, say. But... <laughs> yeah, I'm book smart. I'm not street smart. I lack I lack some common sense. All right. Does it a wrap on our very first episode? So glad everyone could join us. Next week we plan on talking about Christmas. Yes, we're gonna talk Christmas traditions, memories, and yeah, plans for the year. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, we understand if you don't want to listen, but it might just be a good conversation overall. It'll probably still be a good laugh. So yeah, awesome. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's Long Distance Sisters. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes and leave a good review. And check out the video version on our YouTube channel. You can find all of our other social media information in the description. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.